Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our podcast for Windsor Mice. And today we've got Kath Marlowe of Windsor Mice, and we're joined by the fabulous Debbie Guy uh, of the Royal Berkshire. She's GM at the Royal Berkshire, which is an exclusive collection property, one that I love very, very much, very close to my house, um, and I do visit it quite frequently, um, which I'll tell you a story about that as we go on. But welcome, everyone. Good Thank morning. You. Hello. Welcome, Debbie. It's a, a lovely sunny day where I am. How is it for you guys? Oh, same. Beautiful. Absolutely yeah, gorgeous. Beautiful. Lovely blue skies. And they said it's going to be very, very hot today, which is fab. Uh, and it's near the weekend. I know. <laughs> Can't wait. Well, that means anything these days at the moment, does it really? I know. But you can still kind of... I like to set up those little um, transitions. So transition into the weekend by maybe having like a gin and tonic at five thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> maybe four thirty. We'll see how we get on. Um, so thank you very much for joining us today. We are going to get to know you and uh, get to know all about your lovely venue. So I guess to kick it off, we should start with tell us a bit about your venue. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, um, as you said, uh, the Gorgeous Royal Berkshire is part of an um, exclusive collection. Um, it's a family-owned business. Um, we have six hotels in total. Um, we have two gorgeous spas, um, a golf club, um, a cookery school, and uh, we've also got a country club. Um, so, Royal Berkshire um, used to be owned by the Churchill family many years ago um, and was a private house until about 1950. Um so, Exclusive Collection bought Royal Berkshire um, about nine years ago, and um, during that time, we've invested in the product um, with quite an extensive um, refurbishment program, and at the moment, literally as we speak, we're just finishing off the building of three new bedrooms um, and an informal um, dining area for our mice business. Um, we've got... 66 bedrooms in total. Um, we've also got 10 lovely meeting rooms. Um, we're set in 15 acres of gardens um, and we can do lots of outdoor activities, uh, which tends to be very uh, fashionable at the moment and t tends to be on trend. Um, and I guess if I was going to describe Royal Berkshire, it's sort of a home from home feel. It's, it's very relaxed, um, it's very comfortable. Um, it's got great service and um, the staff are really friendly and welcoming. So, and I love working here. Yeah, it is. It's definitely like friendly, welcoming, just a beautiful, beautiful property. And it kind of feels, it does feel like you're at home when you go there. I am, um, like I said before, I've spent a lot of time there and I, I had a meeting um, with one of my clients a couple of months ago and we took our dog. <laughs> So we, we did. Uh, we, we actually rang first to make sure it was okay. But we took along um, the dog, uh, Logan, and she sat in the meeting room and she was well looked after. And it was just Good. such a nice experience to be able to take along your dog. It was my client's dog, actually. But um, I think it's kind of set a precedent now because I've just myself got a new puppy last week. And I'm like, right, I'm going to have all my meetings in the Royal Berkshire. <laughs> 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 so you're planning them around dog friendly before anything else number one priority yeah. dog friendly meetings i've got dog friendly bedrooms i don't think i've thought about dog friendly meetings it's yeah it's great but yeah, the grounds are stunning um 
I love the restaurant. I love where you have your breakfast, um, just yeah. with the out over the fields. I love, I even love the car park. Everything about that property um, is, is just gorgeous. So I guess that takes us on to our next question. Um, if the Royal Berkshire was a famous person, who would it be and why? I found this question really hard. Never been asked it before. Um, so I've been racking my brains on this one and I, I've come up with an odd one. Well, I don't know if it is odd. I've come up with um, Dame Judi Dench. Um, and I'll tell you my thought process behind this is, as I see her in, in the public eye, I think she's, she's very versatile. Um, she's very adaptable. She's kind of an English rose. I don't know why I think that, but I just do. The way she acts and the way she, her demeanour and everything about her. She's well-respected. Um, she seems very friendly and down-to-earth whenever you see her. Um, and she's kind of got the personality that would make you smile when you see yeah. her because you're very proud of her to be British and you're very proud of what she's achieved. And I kind of think that's how I see Will Berkshire. <laughs> that's it such a good smile. answer. Um, it, when I when I come to work, it's a kind of an English rose. I, I just yeah, that's what mm. that well that's what I thought anyway. Hundred percent. That's such a good. That's probably one of the best responses we've had. Um, <laughs> no disrespect to everyone else. <laughs> 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 uh, excellent. So, Debbie, as an event professional, when comparing venue proposals, what I need to know is capacity, parking, early access, all of the different pace options, tech options. So as the host for me, as an event professional, what do you want to know from me before you send across a proposal? I usually, you know, try to give as much information as possible, but what are some of the things that you think are super important that we event professionals tend to perhaps leave out? Um, and that can be anything from budget. I know we're very protective of our budgets, which is a shame yeah. because it serves to help you serve us better. But yeah, is there anything in particular you it's like not a bugbear, but you really wish that we didn't include. I think if, if and I've spoken to the events girls um, about this, I think uh, for, for me, what's important is, is, is what's your end goal? What, what are you actually having a meeting for and about? So what, what, what's the format you want to have and what's your end goal? Yeah. Um, I'd also like to know if you've had that particular event before and if it has been a success, why has it been a success? Yeah. Because um, again, that's that that's important for me to know or us to know. Um, and I guess also, what is the three most critical things that, will, that you, is most important to you? And it could be anything. It could be that it has to be close to Heathrow. It has to be close to a motorway, and um, it has to be. It has to have certain gardens, whatever it might be. Um, that's important and it might even be a personal thing it might be my bedroom has to have access outside because I'm bringing my dog I'm using that as an example because we've just been talking yeah. about that <laughs> um, so it's it's working out what's important to you as an organizer but also what do your delegates need to have achieved by the end of it and you know it could be the fact that you're doing as we do have you know um, meetings where there's an exam at the end of it and the exam is a, is the difference between the they pass and they fail and, and that's their future career it could be anything so it's just trying to work out what is the most important thing for the success of the meeting yeah 100% and I know when I've worked with you guys in the past I know a couple of my uh, my peers as well that you're super um the team is so good at like 
respecting privacy as well. So maybe, you know, I, I come from a law firm background historically and I've had law events there where we don't really want to advertise to everyone, you know, X law firm is having a summit on this. Um, but the team, I've worked really hard to, to pr protect the privacy, but, but being very much visible to be able to escort delegates through some different meeting rooms um, whilst not being able to solely rely on like signage and things like that. And I know you guys have always been really super flexible in terms of not only dietary requirements, but catering requirements overall, where we've, you know, cho chosen bespoke menus, really going above and beyond to make sure that, you know, you're, you're doing what you need to to support our events. So, yeah, I think it's super important when we are working with your events teams to make sure we're just giving them all of that information. Yeah. And nothing's too small, is it? Like if we... I actually don't. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So, Debbie, um, um, I know that you're quite big on... Um, on weddings, that's a really popular aspect of, um, of bookings that come in. So do you have lots yeah. of wedding, wedding organisers who do the bookings or is it mostly directly through the brides? No, you, you tend to deal directly with the couples. It, it would be very unusual to, to deal with a third party. I mean, I'm not saying it never happens, but it's very, very unusual. It, generally, it's the couples that you, you build a relationship with from day one mm. um, and then that, carry, that, that carries through right until the day. Yeah. Um, and I guess and through I that, you'd have a really good, clear feeling from them what it is they want out of the wedding and, and the feel that they want. Yeah, and it, and it, again, it, it, it could be anything. And again, it's the same sort of questions. What, what's been your dream wedding mm. and what does that look like? Um, and it, again, there's some random things that happen and, and the couples request. Um, but slightly different with, with weddings is you're, you're, you're almost buying a relationship as well because... It, you know, it's a bit like buying a house, I think, with a wedding. You walk into a hotel or a venue, and you kind of get a feeling as soon as you walk in, don't you? Like buying a house. You kind of yeah. get a feeling as soon as you open the front door. And I think you do with a, with a venue. But also, I think it's really important that you've got a good relationship with the hotel from day one. Yes, very definitely. Because so you're, you're buying the, the person that's, that's going to organise your wedding as well as the wedding itself. Mm, mm. 100%, yeah. Completely agree with that. Like, yeah. <laughs> As, I always think like, wedding wedding managers have got one of the hardest jobs in the hotel. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Because everything's just, you know, not saying that when you've got delegates, you're like, oh, that'll do. But you know, to a degree, towards the end, you're like, yeah, that's fine. But not for a wedding. Yeah, <laughs> and it's so personal, and it's it's your own money, yeah. and you want it yeah. to be perfect, um, yeah. and it's so it should be. Um, but yeah, it's it's yeah, it, it, it's a lovely part. It's a lovely part of. Um, our, our job looking after a wedding um, right from the word go and it's lovely on the day when you see their faces and their dreams come true and they're having the best day ever and you think yeah that's why I do this job because I <laughs> yeah. it's like that it makes me smile 100% and you're, you're part of someone's history aren't you yeah absolutely hopefully it's a positive <laughs> positive future yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess that kind of ties in nicely to our next question um, so, Debbie, if you had a fantasy event at the Royal Berkshire, what would it be? And this is, you can have any event in the whole history of the world. What would you do? Well, mine's quite simple, actually. I would do um, a weekend festival. Amazing. And I would do, like, a, a summer event with live bands and a variety of different food stalls and teepee tents and hog roasts and... I'd do an auction to raise money for charity and I'd get some well-known faces along. Um, a bit like um, 
a bit like Glastonbury, but obviously not on that scale. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you kind of arrive on a Friday and you do some face painting and all sorts going on and then you leave quite hungover on a Sunday and you just have a really good time. It sounds fabulous. <laughs> Where can I buy tickets? <laughs> <laughs> I'm organising next year. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I like to do. It might be a good idea to start thinking about things like that because we've very, I've been very much looking into, you know, when we do return back to in-person events, like what sort of things can we do? And it's very much going to be focused on outdoor oh, events. All day long, uh, yeah. Yeah, mm. and those fabulous trees that you've got, we could have some, you know, zip wires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought about it all. It's happening. Do we have um, hot dogs and burgers? Oh, yes. Amazing. <laughs> I was going to tell it to my boss. <laughs> Burgers and gin, like my, my ideal life. Um, okay, on to the next question. So we, event planners and, and properties and venues and hotels world, worldwide, obviously have a massive focus on CSR uh, and sustainability at the moment. So is there anything that you um, focus on in particular at the Royal Berkshire or as um, exclusive do on a whole? Uh, yeah, we do. We do. We do a lot as a, as a venue, but we also do a lot as a, an exclusive collection. So um, we work not just for Berkshire, but all the work very closely with the local community and the, and the, and the parish council. Um, and then once, obviously, not, not so much at the moment, but we have been in the past and, and just helping with local charities and being part of the community, because it's really important that we keep our local businesses and just our local residents and just generally we're seen within the local community as... As part, as, part, yeah, as part of it, yeah. um, we always work with local companies wherever we can, however large or small. Um, it could be a waste collection company that's based in Ascot, which we use, through to our contract gardeners, which are based on the A30 down the road, um, to our photographer that looks after our weddings. It could be anything. We, we, we yeah. like to keep our, our, our suppliers as local as we possibly can. Um, and then we also work very closely with with what our, our staff because you know at the end of the day the staff are the most important part of our business yes um so we are very engaged with our staff we're very um you know we, we encourage working from home if that's what that's what's needed and that the role suits that um we're constantly keeping them informed with decisions that we make for the future um staff development is really important um training is essential um so we do a lot of work with their their own personal development, yeah, at, at all levels. You know, it doesn't yeah. have to be a management level; it can be any level. We do, we just like to be able to offer that if, if they want it. Yeah, uh, and the same with the customers. We're very we're very engaged um, with our customers at all levels. Um, so if we have a refurbishment um, program planned or we're building something new, we engage with that particular market segment. So if we were building something X, would what, what would you like? What do you want to see? Yeah. Uh, so engage with them in, in that way. Um, and it's all about well-being and, and, and looking after our suppliers, our, 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 our guests and our staff. Um, so, yeah, we do we do a lot. We do a lot of events with our, our, our customers as well. We've done one recently um, where we've had a guest speaker come along and just about well-being and all, and all that good stuff so yes. yes we we do a lot could we do more yes 
Um, and that's the that's the exciting part. We can always be more, and that's what keeps us going, and that's what keeps us all developing. Exactly, and you keep like reinventing what you can be doing based on client customer feedback, and I think. Yeah. What you guys do, which not a lot of properties do, um, and this is exclusive on the whole, is where you have your kind of, it's like a wellness station where people can go for their break, which yeah. is really, really great because it discourages wastage. You know, people are only getting a cup of coffee on demand. They're eating an apple. If they want to eat an apple, they're not being served snacks in their meeting rooms that, you know, quite quite honestly just sit there untouched Um for most of the time so it's really good to stop wastage and I love that about exclusive mm. um, that you have that in the majority of your of your venues and hotels it's really really great that sounds really amazing it's so good that you, you approach it that way and I guess Michelle as an event professional you guys are the ones who are pushing the boundaries quite often aren't you where you're asking for more things and um, setting expectations Exactly. And especially with well-being, you know, it is such a hot topic and mm -hmm. any properties that have amazing grounds where we can encourage the delegates to get outside and, you know, do some team building um, rather than being stuck in a meeting room is fantastic. There's lots of, um, Royal Berkshire is quite close to Virginia Water Lake. So, you know, yep. you could take your yep. delegates off there to go for, like, seriously, if I ever give up being a corporate event manager and I've told Ratnish, one of your colleagues, that I'm <laughs> Debbie, it was lovely to meet you. Thank yeah. you. And now you can uh, go and enjoy the sunshine, but no G&Ts yet. It's a bit early. <laughs> it's too early, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Thank everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.